Welcome back to another episode of Happy Hour Podcast. Oh my goodness, guys, it's been six months since I released the episode. Wow. Um, if you are here listening, I just want to welcome you back into this space. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for being loyal, a loyal supporter. Thank you for supporting me for coming back. Thanking you for encouraging me to come back. Um, just as therapeutic as these episodes are for you, it is for me as a content creator um, and somebody who has a platform to share their ideas and thoughts. Just thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, you guys were so encouraging and you welcomed me back with open arms and I couldn't be happier and like just so like, wow, grateful honestly. So the title of this episode is Success in Your 20s. Um, I reached out to you guys, asked for some suggestions on what you would like to hear. And this was a topic that I got in. If you don't know, um, I am 24. So I've been in my 20s for a few years now. And it's been a journey. (laughs) Let's just say that it's been a journey. It hasn't been all bad, but it hasn't been all glitz and glamour either. Um, I've learned a lot. Thankful to be here. Happy to be here to have the opportunity to be a few months away from being 25. That's a blessing because as we know, every day is a luxury. Every day is not promised. And that's a milestone. Like 25 is a milestone for me. And I can't wait for that day to come. I'm just so grateful to be 24 and to have experienced everything that I have thus far. So Shout out to you if you're listening and you're a millennial like me and you're in your 20s, just trying to figure this thing out because child is ghetto, but it's okay. We're going to get through it. <laughs> so let's just delve into the topic of success in your 20s. Um, I'm going to go over three different categories of things that I do or I have in my life to be successful. Um, like I said, it's a journey. You're forever growing. You're forever learning. You're forever evolving. So also understand that everybody defines success differently. The way I might view success, you might view it differently. Um, just know that this is subject subjective and there is no right or wrong answer of what success looks like. Like I said, everybody's different. We all have different points of view. We all come from different backgrounds and everybody's on their own journey, um, you know, as an individual. And so just understand that the things that I may say, take note of them, take heed. These are things you might want to apply to your everyday life. But if this is my definition of success and you don't think you need to incorporate these things into your life to be um, a successful 20 something, hey, by all means, but just hear me out. And you might actually like to, you know, add a little spice, a little razzle dazzle to your life. And, you know, this might get you to wherever you're trying to go on your journey. So the first topic that we're going to delve into is financial. So I think that financial, this is a big one, financial. First of all, you need to be financially literate in your 20s. Sorry, that was a little choppy. But you have to be financially literate in your 20s. Let me just say, I was one of those girls, super daddy's girl, super mommy's girl. My parents spoiled me, for lack of better 
terms. Um, so honestly, by the time I reached my senior year, I was not the most financially literate person. I did have a debit card since I was 16, but I really didn't have any like knowledge of credit. I didn't even have a credit card until I was like 21. Shout out to my boyfriend, but like, yeah, like I was late to that party. Um, I never had paid my phone bill. I never had paid my car insurance. Mind you, these are things that my friends have been doing since they were 16. So this was just like nothing to them. This was just like, you know, regular, regular, schmeckler things. But here comes me, little old shelter old me with my parents fucking, oh, excuse me, with my parents, you know, babying me this entire time. Um, I struggled to adapt to what being a true adult looked and felt like. And spending my own coinage gave me anxiety, okay? First of all, I was a broke college student for the past four years. Now I'm in my big girl job. I'm I'm getting coins I never got before. And I'm like, child, I'm trying to save this money because I had this big anxiety of like, what if I went broke and I lost it all and I got bills and now my phone's cut off. Now my car needs maintenance and I just don't have no money. Like when I say the negative self-talk was, was talking, it was talking, child. So I was just like, you know, what am I going to do? So me and my boyfriend, we sat down, we wrote out a budget for me, you know, how much I was making monthly on my job or weekly at this point, bi-weekly at this point um, versus how much money I had going out for bills. I still don't have a lot of expenses. I do a lot of spending on dumb stuff and I really need to cut back like on clothes, shoes, jewelry, makeup, hair stuff, target runs that turned into $200 target runs when they should have been target runs. If you know what I'm saying, let me get an amen. I know y'all understand, but you just have to really have your short-term goals and your long-term goals mapped out. I know, you know, long-term I would love to buy a house. So I have, you know, some money that I'm building up for a larger goal that, you know, maybe one day that money can go towards short-term goal. I know I want to go to Mexico. So I have a short-term saving goal on that. Um, I have the PNC virtual wallet so I can put my long term, short term and, you know, my current standings with my money all in one place. I do have um, separate accounts um, through Capital Invest where I have a savings account that I don't really look at often and the money just gets pulled out of my checkings out. You know, um, I guess it's like every two weeks. So I think I have that goal set up for like $1,500. It's just, I love having money in all these little places that I forget about because when I can see it and I know it's there, I'm more prone to spend, which is not always the best thing um, when I do have goals for myself. So I would say like, you know, just have savings accounts or if you own are an entrepreneur, you have a business, have your business account separate from, you know, your bills and separate from your, you know, leisurely spending. Just be organized and just have money in little nooks and crannies because you'll be surprised that a little bit over a long period of time really does add up and you'll be surprised. Just make sure you're not doing frivolous spending and make sure Every dollar is accounted for. You know what I mean? Like, make sure you're paying your car note, your phone, um, your car insurance, your rent. Make sure you're getting those things out the way first. Take care of yourself first and foremost. Handle business first, and then you could play time later. Secondly, let's get on to the topic of mental health. Because I feel like you could have the the body. Your body could be sma- snatched. Face card could be valid. Financially, money's pockets is sitting, four pockets full, bags got, you know, 
bags is bagging, cars is card. You know what I mean? You're traveling, you're doing your thing, you're good financially, you're not really worried about where your next, you know, your money's going to come from. But let's just say you could look it, you could feel it mentally. If you're not there, none of it matters. You cannot, not, not, not prioritize your mental health, especially in this day and age. Mental needs to be coming before physical at this point. And like, that's a serious thing. Like mental health is real, first of all. Second of all, do not be in denial because we all have our good days. We all have our bad days. Please, please, please never get into a space where you feel like money is the end all be all because speaking from experience, I've had a lot of money and it's come and it's gone and it's come and it's gone. And when I had a lot of money, I still felt shitty. So it's just like, let's not put so much emphasis on material things or societal pressures on ourselves. Take care of yourself like seriously. So as far as mental journaling, this is something I'm actually about to delve into. Actually, today I went to Target and I bought a journal. I think it was like eight bucks and it's called Today with Intention, a guided journal for reflection, meditation and self-care. I am just trying to be more grateful. First of all, I have so many things to be grateful about. And it's so unfortunate that I could spend a full day pinpointing something that's so bad for me or in my eyes is so bad when I have so many blessings around me. So just having more gratitude, um, being more intentional, you know, with getting my emotions out on paper because once you heal or you go through a journey and you look back, it's like, wow, you can really see that you've overcame so much and you can see your growth and you can see your progress on paper. Like that's so dope to see that, okay, wow, I was in this terrible place, but I'm not there anymore. I'm in a better space, but it's just good to be able to go back to reflect, to see how far you have come. So you can really like know that you are making strides, you are making waves and you are making process, you know, and becoming who you are meant to be. Um, I also do yoga and I also do meditation. So I don't know if you all listen to Janaiko, but she does have a meditation mantra on Apple Music that I put on. And it's just her with some um, healing bowls and she's just singing like calm down. Um, she's just saying it over and over. And I just I love it. And I just lose myself in her beautiful voice. And it just calms me down, calms my anxiety, calms my nerves. And it just brings me to, you know, centers me with myself. I'm one with myself after I listen to that. So I would highly recommend listening to that. It's on Apple Music and I'm sure it's on Spotify as well. Yoga. I get on my yoga mat. I turn on YouTube, which is one of my main resources for everything that I do and everything I know how to do. Um, and I go turn on a 10, 15 minute stretching yoga video. Nothing to, you know, I'm not an expert, but I'm a little flexible and I get my mat out. It's just me, my meditation mantra and, you know, my yoga mat. And from there, I just connect with my body and I make sure I'm trying to stretch out the tension. I'm trying to stretch out the stress. I'm trying to let it go. For me, I'm one of those people, I cannot let it go and I hold it physically in my body. And I know that sounds crazy, but let me explain. Um, stress is all it takes for you to be having migraines, upset stomach, nausea, indigestion, constipation, um, constant, you know, just worry. All it takes is stress. It takes, you know, stress is your muscles are tight. Now your shoulders is clenched. Relax your face, unclench your jaw, let down your shoulders. 
you're holding tension and you're holding stress in your body and honestly i can say for me it's a part of like my defense mechanisms of trying to protect myself from the unknown at this point but you know i'm always on defense and it's unfortunate but i'm always trying to protect myself for whatever is to come next because i don't like to be blindsided by things and life has a way of lifing and i just feel like if i stay ready i won't have to get ready so i am always tense i always have my guard up essentially so you know i use that 10 to 15 minutes to decompress and let my worries go, let my negative self-talk and negative thoughts go. And I release that into the universe. Next, get a mentor. I can't stress this enough that there are people who are older than us that have already been through things that we may be, you know, currently experiencing or something that we may be coming into, you know, soon. Get a mentor. Get somebody who's a few years older than you. Not that they have it all figured out, but they might be able to give you a piece of advice. My go-to folks are my older friends who are older than me and my older sisters. I lean on them heavy. As soon as I'm experiencing a feeling I never felt or something in life that I just need some support, I call them because... First of all, they can relate to what I'm experiencing and they can give me, you know, some things that I can do, some solutions, period, solutions. We're not here to talk about the problem. We're here to, you know, talk about what's going on and find a solution on how we can get out of this this space. So I say get a mentor, get a get a big sister, get a big cousin, um, call one of your older bros or, you know, one of your older family members that you adore and you admire and that they're doing well for themselves so they can help you through this negative time. Um, therapy. So I'm currently not in therapy right now, but I'm looking to get into, you know, back into it. I kind of grew out of the therapist that I had, um, for lack of better words. I felt like at the time that I found her, I really, really needed her during that time. But I've, I've healed so much and I've come so far from that place. I'm just not in that space anymore. So I just felt like, you know, our relationship was no longer benefiting me. And that's okay because, you know, therapy is a relationship like any other relationship. And then when it's no longer serving you, um, it's time to move on to the next. Um, so that's what I'm currently looking to do. If you are an African-American woman and you're listening to this podcast, I highly suggest Therapy for Black Girls. They have an Instagram page, a website where you can go on there and actually find a therapist in your area um, via your zip code. And they're all women of color, majority. Yes, they are all ma- uh, majority women of color. And I love that because I love that I have the option to talk to somebody who may be able to relate to me, who looks like me who understands my point of view, where I'm coming from, and just the world that we live in today. Um, That's important because I don't need to be talking to a brick wall and trying to get advice on how to heal and conquer my anxiety, my bouts of depression and everything else. Um, So Therapy for Black Girls is an awesome resource and I really encourage everybody to look into it. They do take, you know, different forms of insurance and things like that. So that's my next move, but I highly encourage therapy. Nothing to be ashamed about. Um, I've even, you know, talked to my mom about her going to therapy. She's 51 years old and she still deals with things from her teenage years. So therapy is not a bad thing. I know it's a taboo topic in the black community and, you know, we're kind of getting into a better space with it where people are more accepting of talking about the fact that they're in therapy. And let's not even say that therapy is just from when you're having a bad time or, you know, you're going through a rut in your life. Like therapy's for good times too. Like you can go in there and talk about the good things that are going on for you, you know, 
it's just another form of support. Um, sometimes it is hard to go to your friends and family about certain topics. So why not talk to somebody with an unbiased opinion who doesn't really know you that well, who is just, you know, giving you a professional piece of advice. So I love that for me. I love that for you. If you feel like you're interested in therapy and you want to, you know, talk to me a little bit more about it, reach out to me, please, because I do know a little bit um, about therapy and how it's, it's helped me a lot overcome, you know, my trauma and situations that I've been put in. So I really encourage you all to consider therapy if you have never been to therapy before. And last but not least, just find a hobby. Okay, so let me break this down. A hobby is supposed to be something that is an outlet for you. Not saying that you cannot turn your hobby into a moneymaker, but let's just say that you do. It's no longer a hobby at that point. It's a business venture. And now something that you use as an outlet has now turned into a stressor inevitable like you know that's the inevitable like being a business owner comes with its stresses I personally do not like to mix stress with something I'm trying to find pleasure in so I really don't think it's a good idea to be turning your hobbies into money makers but hey who am I if that's something you're into I hope it works out but me personally this podcast one day if I do monetize it that'll be awesome for me but if I don't I'm just being you know a free voice at this point. And that's fine by me because I feel like I'm still helping folks. And everything is not about money. Like we really need to get out of this space where, oh, we need to be turning this into a money grab. We need to be turning this into another source of income. Like, no, just have an outlet that you enjoy doing because life in itself is hard. Like sometimes you need an escape. That's not about, oh, when's the next direct deposit hitting or, oh, I need this to pay a bill. Like, no, I'm just here to talk, spit free game and just be a voice for millennials to let them know they're not the only one that's feeling like you're feeling or they're not the only ones that's in this space or they're not the only ones trying to overcome. We all are, despite what social media may look like, you know, that's a highlight role nonetheless, but we all be going through it. Okay. So that's just what I want to say about keep your hobby your hobby. If you enjoy photography, you don't have to become a full-time photographer and be trying to get a studio and be trying to have the latest and greatest equipment. No, you might just really like taking pictures and really just might be seeing the beauty, you know, on the backside of the camera. You don't have to be trying to monetize everything in your life. Like, first of all, that's unhealthy to even think like that. And second of all, like, make sure you enjoy something that you just enjoy and you just love doing because you just love doing it. And that's that on that. Next, let's talk about physical. So if you follow me on Instagram, you know your girl be getting it in, okay? My Apple Watch is my best friend. We be linking up at least three three to five times a week in the gym, and it keeps me accountable. I really, really, really have enjoyed using working out as an outlet. And if you do know me, um, you know that I was in Girl Scouts, dance, and I also did, you know, a couple other things. I did step in high school, which was cool. Shout out to the Hype Step team, Oakland Catholic, OC, OC. I'm an OC alumna, class of 2015. But anyways, um, I wasn't athletic growing up. My parents never had me on nobody's basketball team, no volleyball, no softball, no none of that. So me being intentional with trying to work out, like, wow, what a blessing for me that I've made it this far and I can be accountable and I could be determined enough to love myself, to want to see myself win to this capacity that I get up and I motivate myself daily to go work out for 30 to 45 minutes, sometimes an hour and a half. It just depends. But I really have fallen in love with it, with moving my body and testing my strength. Like, honestly, I felt weak mentally 
over the last year. And that's just me being transparent. I've had a lot of weak moments, but I was like, you know, something has to counter that. Something's got to give because I know I'm not weak. I'm just having a weak moment. So how can I counter that? But going to the gym and lifting weights. Now your girl's in there lifting 15, 20 pound weights, child. Okay. Lifting, lifting, uh, medicine balls that are 20 pounds, 12 pounds. And I'm really getting to it and I'm really proud of myself. So let's just say work out three times a week. I jump rope. I don't like running. I don't will never like running. I don't like the treadmill. I don't mind the elliptical, but me and running is to no for me, sis. So what do I do? I jump rope. I've been jumping rope since a kid. I know how to double judge. Uh, you know, take things that you love and you enjoy and tweak it so it accommodates you and the lifestyle you want to have. So jumping rope is like the form of cardio that I choose. Um, I walk around at work like 10,000 steps a day. I work for Amazon. I'm on my feet for 12 hours a day. That's just, you know, a form of working out that I don't even think about is me walking back and forth from work. But if you are someone who works from home and you are like a little couch potato, couch warrior, just because that's the hand you were dealt with, you know, your job and stuff, be intentional. Make sure you're going outside, you're getting your steps in, make sure you're doing at least a 30 minute walk. It can just be you and a good playlist on iTunes, Apple Music, and you go out there, you walk around for 30 minutes, you just get lost in it, you just release, you just feel, you get your vitamin D from the sun, you get some fresh air, make sure you're leaving the house, you know what I mean? COVID has been crazy, we all back outside, you know, we outside with it, me too, but make sure you're being intentional Um, if that, you know, is not your everyday situation where you're forced to leave your house, make sure you are taking care of yourself in that capacity and drink your water, sis. Go to Five Below, get a nice canteen, something that, you know, is hydrothermal, whatever, keeps your drinks hot, keeps your drinks cold. Make sure you're getting your water in and leave the juice and leave all the pop, leave all of that carbonation and all that sugar alone. Get you some good water, put some lemon in it, some cucumber, infuse it, put some strawberries in it and you'll be surprised. It tastes very good. I will say that we need to take back our power of social media in our 20s. I'm guilty of it, but I'm also very much a fan of muting people, unfollowing folks and blocking them. I have no problem. It's no issues with people in personal lives, but sometimes the content you're pushing out is just not nothing I need to be taking in on a daily basis. And understand what you read, what you see, what you listen to, that's all going into you internally. That's all feeding your spirit as well. So be mindful. I'm sorry. There's people I love. I, I love y'all, but some of y'all I be muting and y'all don't even know it. And that's cool. I don't need to follow you on that capacity. I don't need to be in your close friends that I can't remove myself from. And some of y'all be real toxic. And some of like, I just don't be needing that energy. So that's how I protect my peace. I think that's another big key to being successful in your 20s is protect your peace. Okay. Please know and understand that at this point in my life, 24 going on 25 years old, anybody who has access to me or any friends that I am pulling and bringing into my life because I want you there, you're going to be a positive like, you know, you're going to be a positive piece of my life. Like, I'm not holding on to Sarah from second grade no more. Sorry, sis. Loved you. The love still remains, but we just not there. You know what I mean? We just not on that page. So if that means that you're doing too much for me on the gram, I'm going to mute unfollow or block and you can take that how you want that's you know that's that on that also I do think that in your 20s to be successful you need some type of routine you need to be going to sleep around the same time every day you need to be waking up on the same time every day these unhealthy habits of going to sleep at 4 a.m sleeping until noon waking back up at six to take a nap like no we're past that 
we are on a path to greatness and greatness comes with organization, cleanliness and having a routine. So I think having some type of routine where you're making sure you're getting six to eight hours of sleep per day and you're prioritizing your well-being and mental health because we need to wind down. If all you're doing is napping, 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 or you're not really getting no sleep, it's not healthy. So let's prioritize having routines to be successful in our 20s. I already mentioned Sarah from second grade is not it. Let's break up with toxic friends. Sorry, not sorry. Like you might have to leave homegirl where she at because y'all just aren't aligned no more. Like, you know, sometimes you have friends for reasons when for different seasons, the way, you know, relationships work, but you might have to break that cycle to be successful in your 20s. Because like I say, your definition of success looks different than your homegirls. And it'd be like that. I love you from a distance, mama. It's no love lost, but you're just not my everyday cup of tea. We definitely have to watch out for the negative thinking and the self-talk. I am guilty. When my mind goes and I get in a negative space, baby, I eat myself up, okay? And I spiral down out of control and I got to catch it before it gets to a really bad space where I'm just like super defeated. I'm unmotivated. I'm just unhappy. Like too young to not be happy, first of all. Second of all, Everything is temporary at this point and everything can be changed because I'm still so young and 24, 25 is still young. Like I know we were looking at 24 and 25 year olds like, damn, y'all old when we were like 19 and 18. But honestly, baby, we're still we're still early in the game with this. So let's not let the rat race chew us up and spit us out. Let's know that we're still young and we still have time to be everything that we want to be. And if that means that you need to make certain changes in your life to benefit you because let's remember everybody's out here trying to be happy on their own terms and trying to make you know do what makes them happy so remember do what makes you happy too and if that means that you need to set boundaries with folks or cut people off family included because they'd be the main ones sometimes know that that's what you have to do to protect your peace protect your energy and to live in peace and true you know what i mean true positivity and have that positive aura about you Last but not least, I want to talk about um, the luxury lifestyle trend fed. I know we're all on social media. We every we see everybody trying to live luxe. I just want you to know that that does not mean go out here and spend your last on a designer bag. Do I own a designer bag? Yes, I was. It was gifted to me. But I've been at my professional job two years as of today. Yay me. And I have not yet, you know, splurged and bought myself a luxury bag for my 25th birthday. That is on my to-do list. That's something that I want to do for myself. I feel like I'm deserving. I put in the work. I put in the twerk. And I deserve a bag that I give to myself. So that's next up on the list. But nonetheless, just know that living in luxury is something that you don't... First of all, you don't need to do to be successful. But if you choose to live in luxury or have luxurious things, just know that first of all, that's a blessing in itself. Second of all, luxury can be anything that is not a necessity. You know, having the opportunity for me to wake up and go to a gym that's 50 feet from my house inside of my apartment is a luxury. A lot of people don't have that. You know, for me to be able to sit on my couch right now and record this podcast on a smartphone in a comfortable space is a luxury. Me being able to get up and run a Target and go pick up a few things that I seen on TikTok just because I seen it on TikTok is a luxury. Just know that you have a luxurious life a lot. Just know that you have luxurious experiences because there's somebody somewhere that does not have the means to do what you are doing or they cannot because that's just 
that's just not in the game for them. You know what I mean? That's just not, that's not a part of their cards. So know that a lot of the experiences you have are luxury. Just because you can't afford to go to Dubai don't mean you're not living luxury, a luxurious life or having luxurious experiences. You know what I mean? Like we need to kind of redefine certain things and I'm guilty for thinking that, oh, I need to be able to just go to the Louis Gucci Prada, Givenchy, uh, Bottega Veneta. I need to just go into these stores and be able to cash out like, baby, you'll get there when you get there on your own terms. First of all, don't let nobody rush you. But second of all, I'm still having luxurious experiences all the time, even though that's not what I'm choosing to do with my money. Because money's just a tool. Money's not the end all be all, first of all. But just know that you are having luxurious experiences. You deserve to live a luxurious life. And that doesn't always look like spending $1,200, $1,500 on one item. You have luxurious experiences all the time. It's just about your mindset and your viewpoints and how you view the things that you do. But do know that majority of us, if you're listening to this podcast, you're blessed, highly favored, and you deserve it all. So I'm just going to leave you guys with a few um, I affirm quotes. I think I want to start adding these to the podcast series and just repeat after me. I affirm that I give myself permission to say no to things and people that no longer serve me. I affirm that I attract abundance, peace, and joy. And I affirm that I am grateful for life, growth, healing, and love. Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming back to the next episode of the Happy Hour Podcast. I know it's been a while, but baby, I'm back now. We back in action. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to have an audience like you that's so loyal, that loves me, that cares for me, and that supports me. And just know that I have episodes coming up every other Thursday, 8 p.m. Spread the word. I'm happy to have you back. If you're still listening, just know that I'm praying for you always. And I hope you had your glass of wine or your glass of Moscato. And we're here. It's 2021. We're six months in. We got six more months to go. What you do with that six months is up to you. But do know that you can be successful in every season of your 20s. And just do know that this is a journey and we shall overcome. Peace out. See you guys on the next episode. Mwah.